Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for BetQL Daily, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. Here he comes again. Lillard. Steps back, fires. Takes it in again. Oh, my goodness. I, I cannot believe what I'm witnessing here, partner. Damian Lillard ties it. Three seconds. Rivers. On the BetQL Audio Network. Good morning. It's BetQL Daily. In for Joe Ostrowski. I am Danny Parkins, afternoon host at The Score in Chicago. Joined by my man Kevin Rogers from Vegas Insider. Eli Hershkovich, Jake Hassan, Dylan Burns, Jake Golly, all here supporting you all across the country on the Odyssey app. And of course... We want to give a special shout out to those listening on 105.9 FM HD2, The Bet, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, and 1430 in Denver, KCB as HD3 in LA. The BetQL audio network is always growing, so we appreciate you listening. We got a ton to get into today, Kevin, but my God, can if we can only hope to be as hot with our picks, as Damian Lillard was from three last night. I know it was in a losing effort. I know it was not necessarily, you know, Denver wins, Denver covers. I understand it took two overtimes. But the first time in NBA history, 50 points with 10 assists and 10 made threes, not even in a playoff game, in any game. It's never been done before. What Damian Lillard did last night, that was absolutely ridiculous sports theater. And Danny, good morning. And what's so funny about it, number one, is that in game four, Damian Lillard was one of 10 from the floor. He was one of 10 from the floor in game four and went 12 of 17 from three in game five. And he hit the three to tie it, go to overtime, the three to send it to the second overtime. And that, did you see that second three-pointer he hit? I mean, just like a turnaround three, like you're exhausted at that point. You're in the Denver altitude, and you're just like hitting fadeaway threes to tie playoff games, which is unbelievable. But it just goes to show you, I mean, Damian Lillard, we talk about, Danny, clutch players over the years. Think back to everything he's done, hitting you know the shot against Oklahoma City against Houston years ago. He just keeps doing this and doing this for a guy from a small college at Weber State from a small market in Portland, and yet one of the biggest stars in the NBA. He doesn't need to be in L.A. or New York or Chicago to be a star. He's a star in Portland. You know, the Blazers end up losing that game. It's a tough one. If you had the Blazers, they were down 22. They come back, tie it, force overtime. Obviously, you know, Nikola Jokic had a, a big game for the Nuggets, and Monty Morris had a big game off the bench. But, I mean, for Damian Lillard, that performance, you're absolutely right, just like incredible theater 
for the Blazers last night. Yeah, it's it's immortal. And you're right. He doesn't need to be in a bigger market to be a star, but he might need to be on a different team in order to advance in the playoffs. Because, I mean, they I understand that they have other players and they've spent money and they've tried to do right by Dame. And he is showing tremendous loyalty, re-signing, taking the max, doing his thing in Portland. But, man, the, the Nuggets... They see first of all, they always end up in these crazy playoff series. Like it's a, they they can't have an easy loss or an easy win seemingly any year in the playoffs. But now Dame, and he said it after the game, it's just one more loss and you go home. They forced game six. Like, I love Damian Lillard. I respect the hell out of what he's doing in Portland, but I want to see this guy advancing throughout the playoffs. I want to see him in Western Conference Finals. I want to see him in the NBA Finals on the biggest stage, not for his own star power. But for my own entertainment purposes, I'm sick and tired of him losing in the first and second round. Well, last year he had the bad luck of losing to the Lakers in the bubble. And remember yep. a couple of years ago, they had Golden State. That was a really good Golden State team. They had him in the conference finals. They blew a couple of those games out in Oakland. And, you know, if you don't bury the Warriors, then that Warrior team with Steph and with Clay and with Kevin Durant, then, you know, you have no shot of winning. But now with the way things are going, if the Lakers end up getting eliminated. See, looking at, I know we're going to look at tonight in a little bit, Danny, but we know Washington's probably going to go home. But in the West, though, Memphis probably going to go home. But Portland still has a shot. I still think the Lakers, if AD comes back, they still have a shot that it's still open. Portland going home for game six and then, you know, the game seven, throw everything out, all the other stuff we've talked about for years. So I'm not ready to, to say Portland's done necessarily yet because this series has been just been so up and down between the Blazers and Nuggets going through the first five games. It, it has been, and it's funny you mentioned those two series in particular because they have the exact same series odds right now. Portland to win their series is plus 225. Lakers to win theirs is also plus 225. I, I hear what you're saying, and I think that Phoenix is a little scarier, honestly, than, than this Denver team, but... I don't know that I'm taking Portland. Like, if they can't win that game on that performance by Dame, do I think they're winning two straight when I assume he will be something less than one of the greatest individual performances in the history of the NBA playoffs? And there's just that variable. Even though the Lakers got 30 balled last night, if Anthony Davis comes back, you'd love your position, right? Like, Because when, when AD balled out, Earlier in the series, he was terrible in game one. But then when he came back with the 30-point game, you're like, oh, yeah, right. They're the Lakers. They they should be the higher seed. They're the favorites in this series for a reason. So we don't know if Anthony Davis will be back for game six. But between those two teams, I'd roll the dice on the Lakers just assuming that Anthony Davis will figure out a way to gut it out and make a performance in game six. Well, even seeing, Danny, that the Lakers this morning are 13-1 to to win the title at points bet, which – is not crazy considering if they could find a way to gut out a win in game six. Look, you went on the road in game five. You got killed by the Suns, which was fine. Devin Booker was great last night. And Dennis Schroeder did nothing. Caldwell Pope did not. You can't get zero points at your backcourt. I mean, you got no shot of winning any game. Doesn't yeah, matter La Lakers playing. plus five was not a cover. It was no. not enough. No, no. And, and you know what, too? They had a terrible second quarter in that game, and LeBron has proven that he just can't carry everything on his own. He needs another guy next to him, and Anthony Davis, what he did in Game 2 and in Game 3, that he, it showed that the Lakers are obviously a threat to win the title again. This guy's hurt. Yeah, LeBron can't do this all with, you know, Marcus Morris, 
with whichever Morris is on the Lakers now. Uh, you know, Schroeder's a bit up and down. Kuzma actually put up a decent game, but he'd been terrible before that. So the Lakers can only do so much, but I'm not ready to write them off yet going home. Now they go to game seven in Phoenix without Anthony Davis. I would not feel good about taking the Lakers there. Well, but LeBron's never lost a game seven, right? So the LeBron last night, there was a lot of quit in him. It was like he knew that he showed up to a fight without enough bullets in the chamber. It was... I. It was a weird effort from him. Now, they got 30-balled, right? It, they, this series has gone horribly for them. Anthony Davis gets hurt. Chris Paul gets hurt, but Chris Paul comes back. Anthony Davis hasn't come back yet. All of the like 50-50 luck things have gone against LeBron and the Lakers. But I have to assume that we're going to see a better just overall effort from them in Game 6. But I'll be honest, man. If they don't have Anthony Davis, they cannot win. I don't think LeBron can beat Phoenix game six, game seven, whatever. If Anthony Davis is out, out, not out there, they're just what the second, third, fourth most talented players are all on Phoenix. Like if you give LeBron most talented you and you were doing a draft between the, ne- the, the two teams, you would take three or four Phoenix Suns next off the board before you would take the next Laker if Anthony Davis isn't playing. Yeah, you go Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and yeah. uh, and it's easy. And you know, Chris Paul, obviously, well, I think it was they showed a graphic a, a few weeks ago in a game. The difference of the year before the team that he went to, if it was you know New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Houston, and then seeing what he did the first year, it's unbelievable to see the difference that Chris Paul makes. And this Phoenix Suns team, who we all saw in the bubble last year, went 8 0, but they were just a bit short of making the playoffs. They dug themselves such a big hole that they couldn't overcome it. Devin Booker hit that game winning shot against the Clippers in, in the bubble. And it was like, wait a second, the Suns are one guy away. And Chris Paul isn't a LeBron as far as like taking over a game like that, but he's a steady point guard. He's a Hall of Fame point guard that Phoenix needed because they didn't really have that veteran leadership. Devin Booker's excellent, but you needed somebody else there to run the show, and Chris Paul was perfect. So for him, now moving forward, he's been hearing it, never been to the finals before, so if he can finally get there, he's been hurt in the playoffs before, this is huge for him personally because Devin Booker, sometime down the line, he may get back and go deep in the playoffs. But for Chris Paul, the clock is ticking on him. And then, Danny, looking back at the Lakers, yeah, no AD – they're not winning the next two games. Like, absolutely not without AD. But I don't think they're they, winning the next one. Like, I, I, I don't think they can win without Anthony Davis. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Based on, I agree I, with you. I, I, they don't I, have the help. They don't have the help around LeBron. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think they can win without Anthony Davis, like a, a single game. So to me, that entire thing hinges on can he gut it out with his – he doesn't need to be 100%, but – even 80% of Anthony Davis is help for LeBron and he makes life more difficult inside and everything that we know that AD is a top 10 player in the league brings to the Lakers. So 80% of Anthony Davis in game six gives the Lakers a fighting shot. If, the, if he's not in, I don't think that they've got much of a shot. And we're going to talk about futures in the Western Conference because it is wide open in that league right now. And so I, I can't wait when we get into that. We got NBA guests coming on the show. We got Teddy Greenstein coming on to talk golf a little bit later on. But the other series that now wrapped up, and we'll look ahead a little bit to Bucks and Nets in a little bit, but just from last night, man, the Nets, I don't know if you had a play on that game. They end up covering the spread by a point and a half, two points, depending on where you got it. But the Nets to me, it feels like if you are betting against the Nets right now, it's like betting against the Chiefs in the NFL, where you're like, you can win. It's obviously possible. They invent these spreads for a reason, and these numbers get inflated against these super teams, but it's terrifying the entire way. Because just when you see Harden, Kyrie, and KD on the floor at the same time, you know at any given moment, any of them can go off. And all of them are such dominant offensive players that betting against those guys is so terrifying. And even last night, what, win by 14, cover by two, no problem. And it, it seemed easy. They were not playing that game at 100% max effort the entire time. It feels like they are toying with the rest of the league right now. And I had Danny the under in that game, and it was looking really good. You had 55 in the first, 55 yeah. in the second, 55 in the third, close at 234 and a half. You're good. You just need to avoid a 67 or 68. And then in the end, they're up by 15, 17. James Harden's hitting threes. Durant's hitting threes. Like, why are you guys out there? Steve Nash, get him out of there. You're up. 67 point fourth quarter. I'm like, you guys are fine, except for Jason Tatum. They have nothing else out there. You're fine. Get these guys out of there. And they were just hitting Jason Tatum. They had a they had a stretch, Danny, where it was Harden three, Tatum three, KD three. And I'm like, oh my god, like we got to slow this thing down a little bit. And thankfully, that game finished under because that game should have gone over the way it was going in the fourth quarter. But back to your point about what Brooklyn has done. I mean, this series coming up with Milwaukee. I mean, this is awesome. star power. See what Giannis can do against Brooklyn. And uh, this is what we've waited for. We've waited for these three guys to be healthy at the same time, waiting to see what Durant can do, basically leading this team. And it's hard because you say, you know, who's the top guy on this team? And, and it's hard because you have three guys, but it's really, this isn't like Golden State where it was Steph's team and Durant joined it. Kyrie just joined it, but he wasn't healthy. Then Harden came in. Like, so you don't know whose team it is. It's unfortunate for Boston because you would have liked to see what could have happened if Jalen Brown was healthy, if Kemba was healthy, what they could do because Tatum had a really good series, but he can't do it all himself. So it would have been nice to see what the Nets could have done against the Celtics, like big three versus big three, even though obviously Brooklyn's big three is better, but would have been nice. But now Boston's gone. But this series, Danny, Milwaukee and Brooklyn, I mean, that's going to be epic. Just seeing what they did earlier in the season when they played those games in Milwaukee, that Sunday afternoon game, 
where KD and Giannis went back and forth, that this is just going to be unbelievable coming up. Yeah, we'll get into it more, but Brooklyn has no answer for Giannis. But does anybody have an answer for Brooklyn's big three? And Milwaukee styles make fights. They've got great defensive lineups that they can throw out there. The Dante DiVincenzo injury, I think, is really bad uh, for Milwaukee in this particular series, and we'll get into it. But that is going to be – I don't know if it will be the best series of the entire playoffs. I hope not since it falls in the second round. But I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. Just quickly from last night, did you have any other bets? Because I will say – my Chicago Cubs and this bullpen, my God, just little pro tip. They're going to be playing every first place team in the National League in June. They're 5-0 and against the Dodgers and the Padres. I thought the Cubs were a 75-win team this year, so this is not me like saying that I was right. But their bullpen is so good, and Craig Kimbrell last night was the best he's looked since he's been in a Cubs jersey. I'm telling you this right now, if you see live lines on the Cubs where they're up maybe a run, but they're playing a team that you think is better – Take them live because this bullpen is not blowing leads right now. I am very confident in the Cubs late in games. I'm impressed with what the Cubs have done recently after the slow start. And it kind of felt like, you know, are these veterans going to get traded? Is Chris Bryant going to get traded? You know, Rizzo, they have the contract situation with him. Kyle Hendricks struggled to start the season. They lose you, Darvish. But I'm really impressed with what the Cubs have done so far. Like you mentioned, the series against the Dodgers that, you know, they had a couple of the walk-offs and beating the Padres a few times now. The NL Central is very interesting, you know, right now. But, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit. But the Cubs, though, they, they've done a nice job of late. Put some money in my pocket last night. He's Kevin Rogers. I'm Danny Parkins. Coming up, we get into tonight's playoff card. We're going to try to make some money for us. And, hey, tail us or fade us, it's your call. But you are listening to BetQL Daily, and you're locked in to the BetQL Audio Network.